Welcome back to another episode of Rookie Mistakes. I'm Ethan. I'm Jeremy. Rookie Mistakes is the sports podcast for the Sports Inept. Yes. It's good to have you guys here. Uh, that song you just heard, that intro, a little taste of Tony Newmark and Gelf's upcoming song, Search for a Meaning. If you didn't hear it, it means they didn't send it to us, so that's on them. But pretty great song. You heard an exclusive sneak peek here first. So coming out February 9th. So Ethan, this week, big, big week. Big, big week. Super Bowl week. Yep. I don't care too much for any of the teams, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm not still the here matchup. for the snacks. The snacks, the food, the camaraderie. It's a good time. I am with you on that. I was not down for this matchup. It would have been fun to have some new teams here. These two teams have yeah. been good for a while. They've been in the Super Bowl recently. So, Do you have a favorite Super Bowl snack? Oh, man. Uh, I'm always down for like a three-foot-long sub sandwich that wow. gets cut into like a bunch of small pieces nice. that's like when i see that i'm like oh that's this good. And is put on like a platter party. and like a pyramid shape yeah <laughs> <laughs> i kind of like it just the long way oh nice everyone like takes a little piece from the middle yeah that that feels like a, a hardcore super bowl party to me nice. do you have one i'm probably i'm probably just like buffalo chicken okay. you know just like nice wings that are just you know marinating in buffalo sauce i'm a huge sauce guy so the mm. more sauce the merrier so Buffalo, blue cheese ranch, you name it. Ooh, I love cheese. it with chicken, chicken wings. Granted, it's not kosher, I will admit, but <laughs> alas. That's all right. I won't try it, but I, I hope you enjoy it. Yep. <laughs> is buffalo your favorite sauce? Uh, I mean, for chicken wings, I would say buffalo is my favorite sauce. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah. And where are you watching the Super Bowl this year? Do you have any plans? Uh, yes, I'm watching at David Burger's place. Oh, very fun. Yep. David did text me. I feel bad that I said no. Where are you, where I, are you I watching I had plans to watch with our friends Tony and Gracie. Oh, nice. their apartment. Well, yeah. Tony's just releasing a new song. So hopefully he'll be playing, banging gonna, it in the background. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. So actually, fun fact that you didn't know, I actually went to the Super Bowl last year. No way. <laughs> yeah. So I went to the <laughs> Super Bowl. you hiding that from A me? little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it's funny because so cool. friends are like, oh, does like Jeremy know you went to the Super Bowl? I'm like, no, he doesn't know. But like, I don't want to hit him with it right now. I'm going to hit him with him during oh, the Super Bowl Oh, man. Pod. That's so cool. But yeah. So How'd you get there? I went to the Super Bowl because my uncle is a very, very big Eagles fan. Okay. And he told his children that if the Eagles ever made it to the Super Bowl, then he would take them. And he did four or five years ago when the Eagles made it to the Super Bowl. Unfortunately, this year, most of his children couldn't go. So my father piped in, hey, can I take my kids as well? <laughs> um, and and yeah. we went. How many tickets did he get? He got like five tickets. They were up high up um okay. i don't want to you know talk smack about my uncle on camera also like <laughs> i really appreciate the ticket yeah um i did not bring my glasses i need my glasses for long distance viewing <laughs> could you not see i like couldn't see so well and i was like ripping my hair out we just <laughs> entered like the arena and i was like ah shit i forgot my glasses and it was still like two hours because they tailgate before the game starts right they have like they had the eagles tailgate over here and the chiefs tailgate over here and for two hours we were just like sipping bud lights and like raging and i was like i really should go get my glasses now but you can't exit the stadium and come back in right so i was really i was agonizing that i forgot oh, my glasses okay. so you couldn't you couldn't see i could see a little bit but let's just say like for any big event i'm bringing my glasses because i want right. to see it all i really need the immersion the 4k that my glasses provide is nuts <laughs> it's actually insane <laughs> were you watching on like the big screen instead of watching the field yeah but it's essentially like being at any game being like in the 300 seats okay. like you're gonna watch the field but also like for any replay you're looking at the jumbotron right did you have a good time? I had a great time. Um, it was insane. I felt like sort of a loser because I didn't deserve to be at the Super Bowl. Given my <laughs> lack of football knowledge, I felt a little bit like a fraud okay. being there. But once I wiped that away, I put a couple bets down. So I just logged on to DraftKings and got like $100 okay. in free betting. Nice. I made a nine-leg parlay in which the only thing that didn't hit was that Travis Kelsey, I think, caught for 75 yards and he caught oh, for like 68. Brutal. It was nuts. I would have won $750. You also would have been an instant gambling addict. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> True. It would have been like chilling in my DraftKings account, and yeah. obviously I just got to spend really it on more it. stuff, right. yeah. marinating to be used in the future. Uh, the mistake everyone makes. Yeah, yeah. but um, it was crazy. It was just like absurd to be in that environment. It was so immersive. It was just great. All of I was like sending all of my friends texts yeah. on like you know just being at the Super Bowl, yeah. zooming in because the uh, I think Rihanna did the halftime show. Yeah, she did, and uh, I don't know. It was pretty crazy. Wow. Okay. So, but you had watched the Super Bowl before at people's homes. Sure. 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 Did you like being there more than watching? From TV? Certainly not. Certainly okay. not. Okay. <laughs> much prefer to watch on TV with people. Yeah. I mean, I think for a one-time thing, for like, you know almost like a bucket list item uh -huh. to go to the Super Bowl at one point in your life is amazing. Right. But like definitely not 
worth worth the money you put in. Okay. Also, just getting an Airbnb in Phoenix, I think it was a thousand dollars a night, and it was like a pretty wow. bad Airbnb. Wow. Um, but really cool to be there. Really cool to experience. It was also my first professional football game I've ever been to. The first <laughs> game you've ever gone to yeah. was the Super Bowl. <laughs> it, was the, it was the Super Bowl. The second one was the Giants. It was the uh, Giants-Eagles game this season, which the Eagles got blown out by oh that time. Oh, my God. Um, but, that, yeah, first wow. professional football game. I went to the Super Bowl last year. That is crazy. Yeah, and un- <laughs> an unfortunate Eagles lost, too, which led us sort right. of, you know, bumbling home, sort of saddened. So yeah, that was saddened, a little hungover. And your dad and, and uncle are big Eagles fans. Big so Eagles fans, exactly. That's upsetting for them. Wow, that's very cool. Okay, uh, I've I've never been. I want to go to the Super Bowl as like a bucket list item, like you said. Yeah. But I enjoy the commercials. I enjoy the yeah. replays that you see on TV that you don't see at the game, mm-hmm. and it's just fun to watch with friends. So yeah, one day. But mm-hmm. I I enjoy watching at home as well. I I get that. Yeah. The the tail the like pregame tailgate was what I liked the most. Right. <laughs> drinking a lot and like raging face with Eagles yeah. fans. <laughs> yeah. Which I will do in my home. Exactly. Yeah. When I'm watching the game. All right. Sweet. So. We want to dive into how we got here, right? We have our Super Bowl matchup. It's the Kansas City Chiefs against the San Francisco 49ers. And how did we get to this point? Like, what's the journey for these two teams to get here? Um, So just a quick overview. We had three rounds of the NFL playoffs. The first round is called the wild card. So take a step back for a sec. Seven teams make the playoffs in the AFC and seven teams make the playoffs in the NFC. Those are the two conferences okay. in football. And whichever team is left standing from each of those conferences plays each other in the Super Bowl, which is where we are now. Okay, so the Super Bowl has one team from the AFC and one team from the NFC. Correct. So the 49ers are from the NFC. The Chiefs are from the AFC. And the Chiefs played their first round in the wild card against the Dolphins and won that game pretty easily. And why is it called the wild card and what is a wild card? Okay, so there there are teams that make the playoffs because they won their division. There are four divisions in the AFC, four divisions in the NFC. Okay. Each team that wins their division automatically makes the playoffs. Then in each conference, there are three more spots up for grabs for the teams with the next best records. And those three spots are called wild card spots. I see. And those three teams in each conference also make the playoffs. Okay, so just to break this down, there are two conferences, AFC and NFC. By default, in those conferences, there are four divisions, and one team from each division is automatically in the playoffs. So that's eight teams total in the playoffs. Exactly. And then in each conference, three additional teams get to go to the playoffs who have the best record of the teams that are still standing who aren't going to the playoffs already. Correct. Okay, Exactly. 14 14 teams total. 14 teams total. The top team from each conference gets a bye, which means they don't play in the wild card round. They get to rest. Okay. So the 49ers were that team in the NFC. Okay. They got to rest, so they did not play wild card weekend. The Chiefs, on the other hand, were the three seed, so they played the Dolphins in Kansas City that opening week wild card weekend. Did the Dolphins get a wild card? Yeah. Uh, so the Dolphins were a wild card team. Okay. Yeah. They were in the same division as the Bills. The Bills won the division. So they I got see. And the Ravens seed. were actually the top seed of that conference. Exactly. The Ravens won the a- they were the top team in the AFC, so they had a bye. I see. Exactly. So the Chiefs started their playoff run by beating the Dolphins. And then in the next round, the divisional round, they beat the Bills. And then last week in the AFC championship game, they beat the Ravens, who were the top team yeah. in the AFC. So the Chiefs had won two games coming into the playoffs. They won three games in the playoffs to make it to the Super Bowl. So they're currently on a five-game winning streak. That okay. is how they ended up in the Super Bowl. I see. And also, are buys helpful? Because my volleyball team in a tournament last week got a buy, and it just led us to lose the first game that we played because I thought we didn't warm up enough. Right. It's a really good question. I think very debated in the sports world. Sometimes a buy can be helpful if you have guys with injuries who need to get back and they need more time to recover. A lot of players don't like the buy because they feel like they get a little rusty. Yeah. They're out of practice. Yeah. They like aren't used to that game speed instead of like their own teams. Like that's how I felt. Whatever. My volleyball team so, did not have the cohesion that we needed. Yeah. Like I think there is a lot of truth to that. Um, I think a lot of teams enjoy the buy because they get to rest, but they realize that it's a bit of a disadvantage. But on the NFC side of things, the 49ers, they had a buy during wildcard week, like we mentioned, because they were the top team in the NFC. They played their first round in the divisional round against the Packers, and they won a very close game, okay. a game that they probably should have lost. Yes. They got outplayed by the Packers, but they managed to win. And then last week, they also won a game that they probably had no business winning against the Lions. They had a huge 17-point comeback, 
one by three, and that is how they made it to the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So they're not they're not expected to win this game. It seems like. Well, that is where you'd be wrong. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the Chiefs are coming in playing solid football. They didn't play their best game against the Ravens, and the 49ers have more talent than the Chiefs. So a lot of people think the 49ers are are the better team on the whole. But again, they're not favored by very much because the two teams are pretty even. I see. Yeah. And although the 49ers have more talent across the board, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes, who's their quarterback, who's the best quarterback in the league. And the quarterback is is obviously a huge difference maker in these games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the 49ers are actually two-point favorites in this I game. They are, they're projected to win by two points. Yeah. So what do you need to know about each of these teams? I just mentioned Patrick Mahomes. He's the quarterback for the Chiefs. I want to give you the comparison. Patrick Mahomes has a 10-year, $450 million contract. So and the dude's makes, like 24. He, I think he's 20, 26 six now, 27. Crazy. Um, but he's making $45 million a year. At the time he signed the contract, it was the biggest contract in football. Wait, history. is he making it a year or is over all the years in the contract? It's $45 million a year, four hundred fifty for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. Pretty okay. insane. Yeah. Um, and he is. this is his sixth season as an NFL starter. He has made it to the AFC championship game every single season as a starter, which is unbelievable. He's in the NFL. Their all-star game is called the pro bowl. Um, He has, he's been a six time pro bowler. So every single season he's been a starter, he's been good enough to be an all-star. He's won the MVP two times. He's a really accomplished. If his career ended right now, he would go to the hall of fame. That's how good he is. Wow. On the other side of the field, the 49ers quarterback is a guy named Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft his season. A a moniker that they use for the last pick in the draft is called Mr. Irrelevant. Wow. They are the <laughs> last pick in the draft. Rare there has never been a Mr. Irrelevant who has even completed a pass in the NFL. Brock Purdy, you want to guess how much he makes compared to Patrick Mahomes? How? Mahomes makes 45 million a year. <laughs> Um, I have no idea how to even orient myself, but maybe like eight million a year. He makes eight hundred thousand a year. Wow! I don't know why he's been playing this sport. <laughs> the, the head injuries that come with playing this sport are not worth the eight hundred thousand a year. Eight hundred k is pretty nice, but <laughs> it is. He's got his brand endorsement deals also, which okay. is like a more recent thing for him because yeah. um, he had so much success. Wasn't Tom Brady sort of Mr. Irrelevant? He was close to it. Tom yeah. Brady was also picked in the last round of the draft okay. and had an incredibly successful career, but there has never been a last pick, a Mr. Irrelevant. Well, how many years has Brock Purdy been playing this the sport? This is his second season. So last year, Brock Purdy was a rookie. He was the backup, backup quarterback. The only reason he played last season is because the starter got injured. And then the backup, Jimmy Garoppolo, got injured. This so is a crazy he, story. So he got his <laughs> shot at playing. This is a rags to riches story. It's, I want him to win the Super Bowl. I, it's hard not to root for the guy. He's <laughs> yeah. adorable. He's like 22 or 23 years old. Oh, my gosh. And he's just had an incredible run. When he took over last year, they won their first seven games with him at quarterback. They made it to the NFC Championship game. Wow. And he had a brutal injury against the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. And they got destroyed. Ouch. So this year, he came in as the starter. They had an unbelievable season. They've been favorites for most of the year. And he led his team now to the Super Bowl um, and has just this crazy, unbelievable underdog story. Yeah. A lot of the criticism of him is that people say he's a system quarterback. What that means is that you could basically plug any quarterback into the offensive system that the 49ers run and they can be successful. So people don't think that he's all that special. And there's a big debate right now. Like, is this guy actually legit? Is he like a real quarterback? Is he the 49ers quarterback of the future? Or could they just plug anyone in? And when they have to come pay him, they're going to be like, no, we'll get someone else who's way cheaper. Are these people pretty much saying he has a great supporting cast and it's the cast that makes him who he is rather than him make the cast who they are? Exactly. The cast makes him who he is. The play calling makes him who he is. And the coaches make him who he is. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So that is, they, they met, you might hear during the game, they might talk about Brock Purdy as a game manager. That's what they're talking about. He just does the things within their offensive system. He doesn't make mistakes, but he's not doing anything special. That's what they talk about. It's funny because it's the same thing, or there are parallels between a manager generally. Like, 
I sort of think my manager doesn't do anything, but just sort of like tells people what to do <laughs> and it's like delegating. But maybe we'll cut that if my manager listens to listens to this pod. <laughs> if your manager ever listens, we can cut it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So that's the quarterback comparison. And the quarterback is the most important position in this game. You guys are going to hear a lot of storylines about Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy. They're going to be the two biggest names for this game. One of them makes $45 million a year. He's won two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. He's a six-time Pro Bowler, which means all-star. And then you have Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Wow. Who Can Brock Purdy like renegotiate his contract if he wins the Super Bowl? So his contract is for four years. So he technically has two more years under this current contract. What the 49ers could do is they could choose to extend him or restructure his contract as like a, you know, you want us a Super Bowl, let's get you paid. But if he comes out next year and has another amazing year, he can demand a lot more for them from them in free agency. So it's kind of a cat and mouse game. Do the 49ers think he's good enough to be their future? If they do, they'll give him an extension now so that they don't have to pay him a ton. If they don't, then they'll let it ride out. If he has a bad year next year, they move on to someone else. If he has a good year, then they might have to pay him a lot of money. Yep. So it's a tough spot for them to be in. But those are the two most important names. Um, yeah. So that'll that'll be a huge, huge storyline throughout yeah. this game. The next important storyline a lot of you guys have already heard about. Travis Kelsey is the next player on the Chiefs who you should know. He is their tight end. He's the best tight end in football. Reminder for those of you who don't know, a tight end is a one is a player who catches the ball. On offense, you have wide receivers and tight ends. Tight ends and wide receivers catch the ball from the quarterback. Yep. So he has been a nine-time Pro Bowler. He's only played in 11 seasons, and nine of those 11, he's made the Pro Bowl or the All-Star game for football. He makes $47 million in his five-year contract. So, again, quarterbacks are paid way more than most regular players. Okay. Uh, so Travis So Kelsey, he's making $10 million a year. Yeah, roughly okay. $10 million a year, which is great for a tight end. And as you all know, he is dating taylor swift so that will be a that'll be interesting a definitely talked about storyline in yeah. this game on the other side of the field there is a player named george kittle who is the 49ers tight end he is in his seventh year he's been a five-time pro bowler he's really solid makes 75 million over five years um oh wow so yeah. he's got a high, bigger contract yeah he's got really long blonde hair if he takes his helmet off on the field and like yeah, he's got a nice man forth yeah he's got a nice man we need that in slow-mo a couple times yeah, nfl you'll definitely see it for sure he <laughs> likes to scream a lot run up and down the sidelines nice. and then just two other important names you should know the 49ers running back christian mccaffrey he's okay. going to be a name you hear a lot he is the best running back in football he led the league this year in yards and in touchdowns so he is an incredibly incredibly impressive player he's going to get the ball a lot in this game um, he's also engaged to Olivia Culpo. Do you know who that is? Nope. So I didn't really either. Uh, but people seem to know who she is. She's okay. A, I think she's a model or nice. an actress. Nice. Maybe both. Um, but they just got engaged Good for recently. Him. So congrats. Nice. Congrats to them. Congrats. Maybe we'll see another engagement this Super Bowl. Ooh. Ooh. Save that for later. Right. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's something we might want to bet on. Um, and then, yeah, I think the only, the only other important note here, the two coaches, you're going to see them a lot on the sidelines. Andy Reid is the Chiefs coach. He He's in his 25th year as an NFL head coach. He has the fifth most wins all time. Dude is really fat. He's he's a big dude. Yeah. He's a big dude. Did he play? Uh, I don't know if he played. He probably did. He probably did. Probably he looks played. like someone who played. The stash yeah, gives it away. Probably played offensive line. <laughs> he's got the football stature for sure um, and the stash, as you mentioned. But he is uh, he's a very lovable guy. Yeah. He's in a ton of commercials nowadays because he's become very recognizable. He's had a ton of success with the Chiefs. And this is his 25th season wow, in the that's, NFL. It's pretty crazy. Pretty incredible. On the other side of the field is the 49ers coach, Kyle Shanahan. If you guys hear during the broadcast that the 49ers coach is a genius, like that's that's who they're talking about. They're talking about Kyle Shanahan. He's, he's largely thought of in the NFL as an incredibly innovative, smart coach, and that a lot of the 49ers' success is because of his coaching. Um, and this is only his seventh year as an NFL wow. coach, all with the 49ers. So this is a big game for him. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So that's, those are the names you need to know. Those are people who are going to be talked about a lot. You're going to see them on camera a lot. And uh, just remember that quarterback matchup is, is pretty crucial. You've got yeah, Brock Purdy, the best Let's in the league it. against uh, an upcoming star who is, was taken last in his draft. Yeah. The other interesting thing about this is the spread. And we did talk about the spread in episode two and mm -hmm. how the spread works. But we also got a lot of feedback that we 
went way too in depth and we need to dim it down a little bit yeah for our more leisurely listeners yeah and you had come up with a good example for how to explain it yeah to so i came up with a good example and the example has to do with the the arcade game papa shot okay uh papa shot for those who don't know who should really know is the <laughs> arcade game where you have a basketball and like a rim in front of you and you try to make as many baskets in 60 seconds as possible right Right. And there's always like crazy records of like 85 baskets. And you're like, who the fuck did that? <laughs> um, I also think there was like an Asian guy at a Mavericks game who like Dude, the guy who like, yeah, had that both was hands. during like halftime. Yeah. He destroyed he looked like he looked like a robot. Yeah. He had both. He hands was an automaton thing <laughs> and just would pick the ball up and flip it backhand yeah and he one, didn't miss two, one, one like two. i i think that that is it's unbelievable yeah that's the upper bound of what's humanly possible in baba shot <laughs> that looked like ai generated yeah it did not look real it was yeah. unbelievable yeah it looked like a like a boomerang <laughs> just like on yeah, repeat. uh so anyway i'm not that good although i will say uh junior year of college we had a papa shot in our apartment yeah which was really fun because me and patrick <laughs> skelly would wake up early and just like shoot hoops in our like living room i remember when we came to visit you guys in michigan your senior year we played Papa Shot. Yeah. Like every second so we fun. had. <laughs> so fun. We played horse. We played like all these games. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Papa Shot. Great game. Not the point. Um, <laughs> Papa Shot, you have 60, 60 seconds to make as many baskets as possible. And I myself, I think I could probably make 25. Now, you played basketball now and in high school. Mm. And you probably could make, what What do you think, 32, 33? Sure. In, in however many in seconds. In 60 seconds? Yeah. So you can make 32, I can make 25, which means if someone were to bet on who would win, they would probably put money on you because you're right. expected to win. You're expected to actually make more shots than me. Mm -hmm. So it's not an even odds. If we instead said, okay, you can bet $1 on Jeremy and make a dollar, or you could bet $1 on Ethan and make $5, they might say, okay, it's worth it to try betting on Ethan because while he's not favored, right. you know, it's worthwhile for my bet. Mm -hmm. And the difference between our two expected points, which is seven, 32 minus 25, that actually is what people call the spread. Mm -hmm. If we were to impose a spread on this game between me and you on Papa Shot, it would actually be Jeremy minus seven. Right. So Jeremy's expected to win by seven. Right. Or Ethan plus seven. Ethan's expected to lose by seven. Right. So in that sense, if you were to bet on the spread and you said, I want to bet $1 on Jeremy, that really means that they're betting that you make at least seven more than me. That's if they want to bet on the spread. If they want to bet on the spread, right. exactly. Correct. So if I only make six more than you, they would lose that bet. They would lose that bet, even right. though you made 31 and I made 25. Right, right. Um, which is, which is, it's interesting because you can see how in the spread, there's a favorable team that's like baked into the spread such right. that when you're betting on it, that's how they make the odds pretty much one-to-one -one generally. Right, exactly. So like for our example of the Super Bowl, if the 49ers are favored by two points, they're minus two. Yeah. That means even if they win by one, but you bet on them on the spread, you would lose. Exactly. And then the over-under would, I guess, just be the addition of our, of our two scores. So I'm expected to, to make 25. You're expected to make 32. You add the two of them, you get 57. Nice. 57. Nice. So that would be where the over-under line set. Yeah. Okay. So then if I bet over on the over-under, then I would expect that when we're playing Papa Shot, we're going to together make over 57 points. Right. And then if I bet the under, it'd be the opposite. Yeah, exactly. And then lastly, the money line, I guess, would just be if you put a dollar on you to win generally and put a dollar on me to win generally, yeah. how much money would you get back for that? Exactly. And you're going to get a bigger payout betting that $1 on you to win yep. because you're expected to lose by seven baskets. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, in this game, 49ers are minus two on the spread, which means they're expected to win by two. Mm -hmm. And then what that also means is if you're betting on the money line and you bet on the Chiefs, you're going to get a bigger payout. Exactly. If yep, you put yep. an equal amount on both of them and the Chiefs win, you're going to get more money on that bet than on the 49ers because the 49ers are the favorite. Yeah. Uh, awesome. So that was a that was a good little tangent. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you a little bit on actually like how expected were these teams to get here to play each other in the Super Bowl? Yeah. And if I were to put $100 before the season even started on the Chiefs and the 49ers, what would the payout look like yeah. for them to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, it's a great question. So both of these teams were expected to do really well this year. Last year, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. And last year, the 49ers lost in the NFC Championship game. So these two teams were two of the final four last year. One of them ended up winning it. Coming into the season, the Chiefs were the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Compared to all the rest of the teams in the league, the Chiefs had the best odds to win. The 49ers had the fourth best odds to win. So still, one of the favorites to win. Coming into the year, the Chiefs were plus 600 to win the Super Bowl. 
That means if you put $100 on the Chiefs at the beginning of the season to win the Super Bowl and they win this weekend, you would make $600. The 49ers were plus 1,000 to win the Super Bowl. So if you put $100 on them and they win the Super Bowl this coming weekend, you would have made $1,000. It's actually, it's like less than I would think just because of the variability right. of a season. Yeah. Right? Like if Mahomes gets injured, that's pretty much done. for the, Like the that's Chiefs true. are done. Same with... Brock Purdy, it seems like for the 49ers. Yeah. So I don't know. I uh, I expected these numbers to be a little bit bigger. I agree with you. By that same token, these teams are both here in the Super Bowl. That's true. So <laughs> the odds makers did know what they were doing. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But yeah, coming into the year, the Chiefs and 49ers were two of the favorites in the league. People thought they would do well. This is not a surprising matchup by mm -hmm. any stretch. In that same vein, there are a lot of funny things that you guys can bet on. For this Super Bowl. So for sure. You can bet things on gambling apps and then you can also just bet things with your friends. So we want to give you guys a few things that you can just have a fun time with while you're watching the game. It makes the game a little more interesting and entertaining. So the first one that I wanted to call out because I think it's culturally relevant and they had this on all of the apps. They now have bets catered to Taylor Swift. That's fine. There's literally a tab on the DraftKings app that says Swifties. Wow. Yeah. So if you click on they're, that. They're unlocking a whole new market with it's that. It's unbelievable <laughs> what they're doing. I, it's smart. you got to take advantage of yeah. it. But hard. So what are those bets people. like? So one of the bets is called 22. Okay. And that's <laughs> that bet is any quarter in the game to have 22 or more points scored. So okay. if the teams combine for 22 or more, you win that bet. There's, and it's because she wrote a song named 22. Yes. Okay. Yes. For those of you who don't know that, <laughs> you should yeah, you stop living under a rock. <laughs> the start next listening one, to more Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, that too. The next one is called the anti-hero or okay. anti-hero, as she says it in her song. Uh, that is a bet on like Brock Purdy to do a lot of good things for the 49ers because it would mean the That's 49ers funny. beating the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> there are a few others. There, It's... It's honestly kind of nuts that they have bets catered to this, but people yeah. are going to bet on them. So yeah. that one's fun. There, You can bet on the coin toss, yeah. heads Great or tails. One. You can bet on how many times they'll show Taylor Swift on camera. Nice. The over-under on that one is four and a half. So if you want to bet that one with your friends, that's a fun one. Uh, this kind of gets into what we had talked about last episode about ineligible man downfield. Yeah. They have a bet for an unauthorized person on the field. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Does that also pertain to, I assume, someone from the audience running around exactly. on the field? Does it pertain to an ineligible man downfield as well? Unrelated. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but if an unauthorized person goes onto the field, nice. that, the odds of that happening are plus 300. Okay. So you could bet $100 and win 300 if a okay. streaker goes across the field at the Super Bowl. Okay. So what's, what's good with someone placing that bet and also being that streaker and placing enough money Ooh. to like submit his bail from the jury whenever he goes to court? Wow, that's a tremendous question. <laughs> I think I think it's only legal to bet on something like that in Canada. Canada has weird betting rules. Like you can bet on anything there. Wow. I don't know if you can actually legally bet that on a sports book, but if you find a bookie to place that bet yeah. for you and you give him like a hundred grand and you win three hundred K, yeah, you could you, you could, could, you could really do some damage. <laughs> yeah. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> not, yeah, there's other consequences that come with that, though. It's on bit. your record permanently. True. It's hard to get it expunged, things like that. Yeah, that's true. Maybe don't streak, but if you run, yeah, if you, you don't run. have to streak. for. To or if you bet. even pretend to fall you know, down the steps and right. onto the field. I w yeah, I wonder if they'd count that. Yeah. I'm sure someone true. who bets on it will fight. I do fight wonder who's it. making the decision of like whether that constitutes yeah. a you know, someone yeah. that's not supposed to be there that's on the field true. or not. <laughs> anyway, I had, th there's obviously some on Reba McIntyre is singing the, the star spangled banner and how long it will take. Yes. Unfortunately, our plug there, Jojo Himmelman does not have a friend really? anymore. Yes. Oh, I actually, what happened to them? I don't know. I just think, I don't, they've I, yeah, base? they've fallen out of touch. Oh no. <laughs> um, but there's a ton of insight here. She actually, the last time she performed the star spangled banner was game three of the 1997 world series. Whoa. That rendition clock in at 83 seconds wow. the over under for this super bowl is 89 and a half so that's got to be historically low yeah the national anthem singers like to really drag yeah. it out yeah it's their big moment yeah exactly wow. so i mean not that reba mcintyre needs a big moment but this is pretty big it's pretty big <laughs> it is six and a half seconds more than what she's saying during the 1997 world series right. i think a lot of people are taking the under there but i imagine as we've talked about last time you know, on opposite sides, they're probably even in terms of the, they will, the bets that are being taken. They'll ultimately even it out depending on yeah. where the money goes. Um, another fun one you could bet on is the Gatorade bath. Gatorade Whenever bath. the team wins, they dump Gatorade on the coach. 
So if you want to bet on the color of that Gatorade, you could do that. The last one that you could do with your friends that's fun, just if you're watching with a bunch of people, who's going to use the bathroom first? Ah, That's a fun one. That is a good one. They have another good one. Will any player propose to their girlfriend on the field after yeah. the game? That's really just a Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Taylor Are Swift there bet. any other close engagements? Not of that players I know of. I think a couple role. other, like, McCaffrey and Olivia Culpo are already engaged. Yeah. Kyle Juszczyk and his wife are already married. There might be some others, but yeah. none none that would get the camera's attention quite yeah. like Taylor yeah. Swift and Travis you Kelsey. You would have like a player actually do the engagement, but none of the cameras caught it. Yeah, so exactly. the bet didn't hit. <laughs> yeah, it's like a tree falls in a forest yeah, and no one's around. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else here? The only other funny one is will who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Oh. The favorite on that one is his teammates. Next would be God or Jesus. The next is their city. And then family members, coach, none, or the owner. The owner has the longest odds. Never, oh. They're not going to mention yeah. the owner first. No way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of betting you guys can do on this game, on the Super Bowl. That'll be fun. You can do it with your friends. You don't even need a sports book. It's just yep. a fun way to get, get more into the game. Yep. Okay, so let's get into the spectacle of the Super Bowl. Things like viewership, ticket costs, halftime shows, commercials, things people really care about. Yeah, yeah. There's so much that goes on around the Super Bowl. It is such a spectacle, as you mentioned. So how many people watch the Super Bowl? We talked about this in episode one. Last year's Super Bowl had 115 million viewers on average, which is so crazy. That's yeah. so many people. And people think it's going to be even more this year, partly because of the matchup and the teams that are... You know, they're popular teams and they're they're historically good. A lot of people think there is T a Swift. Taylor Swift effect. So yeah. NFL is expecting big, big numbers on this game. How much it costs to actually go? I don't mm -hmm. know if your uncle told you. Um, I looked it up, but he didn't tell me himself. Okay, because <laughs> if he's shelling out money for five tickets, the average cost this year to get into a game is around $10,000. The cheapest ticket you can get is 8000 so getting to the Super Bowl, very, very costly endeavor. Crazy. Yeah. Um, I also heard an, an odd tidbit about this. So ticket prices have actually gone down the past five days. They went down on average $1,100. Really? Which is interesting. And then I heard someone say that for the same amount of money, you could sit in the nosebleeds at approximately 200 Major League Baseball games <laughs> with the leftover cash. So $1,100, you could sit 200 games in the nosebleeds. That just tells you how much more people care about the NFL wow. than the MLB. That Alas. is unbelievable. <laughs> Wait, why have ticket costs gone down? I don't know. They... They didn't really talk about it. All they said is it's a good day to be a patient football fan. Wow. If people are still waiting, they actually suggested that they wait even longer to buy tickets. Mm. But um, no one's really sure exactly why. My guess there is that Taylor Swift fans are crazy and bought tickets as soon as the Chiefs won so that they could be close to Taylor. Yeah. And then since then, yeah, the prices have gone down a bit. But still nuts how expensive these tickets are. And there's been a fun story Christian McCaffrey's mom, the running back for the 49ers, his mom was on a, a podcast on a radio show talking about how she can't even afford to get one of the suites at the stadium because it's just outrageously expensive. And then McCaffrey's fiance, Olivia Culpo, surprised her with oh, tickets that's to nice. a suite. So that was nice of her. But the suite cost, the cheapest, cheapest one is 300 k and if you wanted to rent the owner's suite equivalent, it's two point five million. Oh my gosh! So it's it's I'm kind of outrageous. I'm surprised they don't give players' families suite access. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I, I don't understand why they don't. But who knows? They can make a ton of money off people that's who true. want to spend for it. So yeah, that's how much it costs to get to a game. I would much prefer to watch at home. Count exactly. me in the hundred fifteen million. That's fine with me. <laughs> um, but you had you had a little bit of info on the halftime show this year. The halftime show is always a big, big spectacle. Halftime show is a spectacle always. Um, it's going to be Usher this year. Nice. I'm sure there's a ton of prop bets on what song he's singing first and things for like sure. this. For sure. Do you have a favorite Usher song? Um, does he being, does he sing "Buy Me a Drink"? No, that's T Pain. Oh, ouch. <laughs> uh, I don't have a favorite Usher song. Okay, that's fine. Do you have a favorite Usher song? Usher um, song. It's hard to say. Usher yeah, song. Usher song. Yeah. Um, not really. I like the one that goes oh 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 oh. Oh, 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 oh my, my God. God. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> that was a fun one. I'm sure he'll do that one. Nice. Yeah, but I... He's no. sort of a... Yeah, I haven't heard Usher songs since Bar Mitzvah season. Yeah, like when they announced him, <laughs> like I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Usher, all right. I'm excited for the guests because yeah. they'll bring people out. and the guests Also, I do want to be clear. I think it's buy you a drink and not buy me a drink. It is. I didn't, didn't want to okay. call you out twice for getting the artist and the song that's name wrong. That's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, halftime show. So... Interestingly enough, in 2023, I believe Apple took over the halftime show from Pepsi. 
I always knew it as the Pepsi halftime show. Apparently right. now it's the Apple halftime show. Oh, good for them. Probably still hasn't caught on in uh, public discourse. Not but quite. Apple's doing some some big things here, not just with the halftime show, but you know with their new VR headset. Oh yeah. We don't need to talk about that here. Yeah. But all my uh, Twitter feed is peppered with people walking down the street doing like weird things with their hands, gestures for the VR headset that they're wearing. Anyway, it's very weird stuff. That's so strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the VR headset trips me up. Yeah. Right. It's some weird. It's some weird shit. Yeah. It's freaky. Anyway, another cool thing about the halftime show: performers don't get paid at all apparently really um yeah so the uh the nfl doesn't pay any of the artists they do cover all expenses and costs so okay and given what other you know positive benefits the artists get from performing right. at the halftime show i'm sure their spotify listens are oh, blowing through the roof skyrocket and, and their google searches just right. the same so they're not paying the artists i think that even without paying the artists the artists want to come more than you know the yeah. fact that they're not being paid for it yeah i mean it is a huge i don't want to say honor because the like I, maybe they would scoff at that, but it, it's got to be like a huge privilege to perform at the Super Bowl. It's yeah. easily the biggest concert you could ever do. Like you've got 115 million people watching you. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm not surprised that they don't get paid. I guess it's like not it's weird expected, though. but yeah. yeah, I mean, they probably make so much money off people just streaming their music afterwards, finding them on Instagram, finding yeah. them on YouTube. So yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. Good for us. Yeah, people compare to an unpaid internship. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's that's rough. <laughs> um and I think also big part of Super Bowl spectacle is the commercials. The commercials. Yeah. I think that's the biggest downside of actually being at the game. Yes. Super Bowl commercials have always been a, yeah. a huge component of like yeah. the game stops and people think like, Oh, now is our time to schmooze and like get up and go to the bathroom. I'm like, No, no, no. Yeah. Sit down. You want to watch these commercials. Yep. So the commercials are always fun. They cost a ton so of much. money. Do you want to tell us how much a Super Bowl commercial costs yeah. for a brand to get it? Yeah. So at least in 2023, 30 seconds of a Super Bowl commercial costs on average $7 million. So much money. Do you know the most expensive Super Bowl commercial? Uh, in history? In history. I feel like it has to be... Last year, Paramount did a two-minute commercial. So if it's seven million for thirty seconds, maybe they got a deal and paid like twenty million for two minutes. I'm gonna guess Paramount. It actually isn't, but it is a big corporation. Okay, it was Amazon in 2022. They spent 26 million oh. on an Alexa voice assistant commercial. Oh my god! Yeah. How long was the commercial? Uh, I don't know. I don't really know. I'm sure it was like two and a half minutes from the match. They just of... took up the full yeah. commercial <laughs> segment. Yeah. Wow. That is I a mean, big dick move. Amazon has. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. They have so much money. Yeah. Wow. What's also interesting, which is like obvious, but once you think about it, it becomes interesting, at least to me, is the fact that sports commercials in general are so expensive is because... Literally, no one watches commercials anymore. I mean, right. everything's being streamed. So true. Every time I hit a YouTube ad that's before my video, yep, I'm skip skipping it. it in five seconds, yep. and then they give me another ad that I skip five seconds later. <laughs> right. But like, no one ever watches commercials except at live sports events. So true. And like, that's why this is still like the only real advertising market yeah. that's still lucrative. That's why sports TV contracts are so lucrative because it's the only live show you can really get nowadays. Yeah. Like, people are glued to their TV for it. So yeah, yeah. it's a great point. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Wow. Um, you can also bet on the first commercial, like which brand is going to have it. I think historically a lot of money has gone to like Budweiser, Corona, oh, a lot of beer brands. But this year could be a car brand. Who knows? I don't know who's going to get the first one. Mm -hmm. But it's a lot. It'll be money. it'll be fun to watch. I remember one of the Super Bowl commercials that sticks out to me was like Coinbase. Either it was this year or the year before. Where is I it, think for like was it the QR code? Yeah, for thirty seconds, it just like plastered a QR code on yeah. the screen with like nothing else. It was like the Dell screensaver where it just yeah. slid oh, yes. across the screen that like cool. from corner to corner. Yeah, that, that was, was like awesome. a little bit like eerie and dystopian, yes. but I sort of fucked with it. <laughs> also, it was. It blew up. Everyone was like, this was up. the smartest commercial ever. Yeah, Everyone up. took out their phone and scanned the QR code. It yeah. was so smart. Yeah, it does get into like minimalist advertising and For like what sure. it can do. The other cool part about the commercials is that you pay different amounts depending on where in the game your commercial is. So the reason that people bet on the first commercial after kickoff is because it's the most expensive spot. Because everyone... Everyone has finally made their way to the couch. They've gotten yeah. their food. They're settled. They're watching the TV. After kickoff, when it goes to commercial, everyone is watching. Yeah. So that commercial spot is really expensive. That's cool. If you get one in the middle of the third quarter, 
probably not as expensive. I'm, I'm yeah. sure you still pay millions of dollars for it. But it's yeah, but if less. it's a blowout, then people may have left their couch. Exactly. You know, they're schmoozing in the other room. Yeah. Big risk to buy a commercial in the fourth quarter as a brand because it could pay off and you have people glued to the game. Or if it's a bad game, like yeah. your viewership goes from 100 million to 50 million. And Do you like, think oh, there's any tough. insurance you can buy? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, maybe, but like... Like, right, like if, if a team's winning by 20 by the fourth quarter, then you get like a 30% discount or something like that. Maybe yeah. they have it negotiated into the contracts. It would be smart if they did that. But yeah. also like the risk reward there is high. Maybe you pay less for the fourth quarter, but your payout could be awesome. That's true. So anyway, Super Bowl, Super Bowl commercials, always a big part of the game. I do agree that going to the game was not as fun because I didn't get to see the commercials. Yeah. And it was also like, I don't know. I was still, again, high up without glasses on. Yeah. I just wanted to like see shit. It's kind of rough. It was rough. It was, it was really rough. It's like I still forget my glasses sometimes, mostly Broadway shows and concerts. You've, uh, yeah, yeah. Like I just need contacts now. You should have now. them glued to you. I know. <laughs> AK contact. <laughs> I need dailies. Um, but my, my eyes are good enough where I can still, you know, get the main idea. It's just, you know, when I'm going to a concert too, I want to be able to see the performers. Right. Sarah is like, you don't need to be able to see the performers. You just need to be able to hear. But I also want to be no. able to see what's going on stage, you know? It's too practical of her. Yeah. yeah. No. Come on. Come Wait, you don't have contacts? I don't have contacts, but I'm thinking about it. What's your prescription? Negative 0.25, negative 0.25. Oh, you're fine. No, 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 it's Get out of here. I need to have the full immersive experience. <laughs> I thought you were going to do like negative six or no, eight. No, oh, no. man, you're fine. No, I don't have negative six. I would need like some thick lenses for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. Okay. All right. That's not as bad as It's not debilitating, but it does suck. <laughs> Clearly not. <laughs> um, anyway, so... I think the last thing we want to talk about is Super Bowl conspiracies. Yes. Obviously, we need to touch on Taylor Swift. Have to touch on Taylor Swift. The NFL and sports in general always have just wild conspiracy theories swirling around. The Super Bowl is no exception. Yeah. I think the funniest one that has come to light recently is like a pretty far-right conspiracy theory that the NFL rigged the playoffs so that the Chiefs could get into the Super Bowl and that at halftime... Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey could come onto the field and endorse Joe Biden yes. for the upcoming election. Yes, the MAGA conspiracy. It was actually written about in the New York Times. No way. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I got a break. I think I got a breaking news update. <laughs> um. Anyway, it is very funny. Now I looked into this a little bit, and like, what effect would they have on the election? I if, was thinking the same thing. Well, like, well, it's interesting. What do they say? <laughs> because in September. Taylor Swift posted a short message on her Instagram about encouraging her, her 272 million followers to register to vote, and it led to more than 35,000 registrations really? on the nonpartisan nonprofit vote.org. So wow. there's a strong correlation. <laughs> Whoa. So it's not even that she's influencing people's opinions. It's that she's mobilizing people to yeah, register get out the vote, or to maybe. even vote. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I um, mean, it's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. This is an outrageous conspiracy. It's outrageous. <laughs> but, you know, even without them endorse endorsing Joe Biden, the fact that they're pretty publicly talking about being, you know, adhering right. to Democratic values or Democratic Party values. Right. Um, a lot of people just think that the NFL was able to conjure up the Chiefs even getting to the Super Bowl for all of the attention right. of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Oh, I mean, man. he was on, he's on like a ton, a ton of podcasts talking about COVID vaccines. Yeah. She's talking about other, you know, just more democratic leaning work on yeah. her Instagram. So it does make sense why MAGA followers might think that there is some conspiracy here. I mean, it checks out. It yeah. checks out. <laughs> Still yeah. outrageous. The next one that had actually been disproven by the 49ers and Chiefs being the matchup is last week. There was a huge conspiracy going around that the NFL scripted the playoffs because the Super Bowl logo was purple and red. Purple for the Ravens, red for the 49ers. Now, because the Chiefs beat the Ravens, it's just red and red. Yep. So that conspiracy was disproven. Yep. But that one caught a lot, a lot of steam yeah. until the Ravens lost, obviously. Yeah. Myth busted. Yeah. Myth but busted. it is interesting that it even got this far because the past three years, it yeah. has all been correlated very heavily. Last year was green and red. Exactly. Eagles green, Chiefs red. The year before that, it was Bengals against the Rams, and the color of the Super Bowl logo yeah. was orange and yellow. Yeah. Uh, they all look so really cool, though. They're pretty sweet logos. Yeah. But yeah, this one, if this one had been proven right, if the Ravens had played the 49ers in the Super Bowl, I think people would have lost their minds next yeah. year when the logo came out. They'd yeah. have been like, oh, 
That's it. Script leak. <laughs> That's it. We know what's going to happen. Um, another conspiracy here is that just the whole Kelsey Swift relationship has been orchestrated by the NFL. That's, That's a, a big one. one. They think it helps with viewership. Kelsey jersey sales are up 400% since Taylor Swift's first game appearance. Wow. Viewership has obviously skyrocketed for the NFL. So they don't need more viewers is the thing. Like I give know. it to the MLB. The MLB needs yeah. a really nice relationship. <laughs> when we get to baseball later on, yeah, like we'll talk about the viewership. They need it. Yeah. The NFL just they don't, the NFL is king. Football yeah. is king. Football is king. Uh, there is another, I don't even know if you'd call it a conspiracy, but people are thinking that there will be a proposal um, yeah. after the game. I do think that if the Chiefs lose, Travis Kelsey probably won't be proposing. He'll probably be a little bit more s- somber. You would think. You yeah. would think, but also kind of crazy to base your proposal on like whether you win a game or not. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I mean, it's it true. would be a magical moment. But also, I was, I don't know who I was, I was listening to a different podcast, and it's like, where's the ring going to be during the game? Tremendous question. Like, like who's holding it? Like, he's not, like, putting it in his sock. Like, nah. that shit's going to be sweaty. <laughs> and damaged. <laughs> and damaged, probably. He yeah. could probably pay someone $100,000 to, yeah. like, stand on the sideline, hold it for him. Yep. Yeah. That's I don't true. know. That would be a... Give it to coach. The odds on on there being a proposal are plus two ten. So if you want to bet on them getting wow. engaged on the field, you could bet a hundred dollars and win two ten. It's really higher than I I'd think. I, I thought it would be like plus twenty thousand. Yeah. Like in my mind, if you're Travis Kelsey, he probably doesn't want to take the moment away from his teammates. Like yeah, he he doesn't want to distract from like what his team just did. 100%. So I don't think he's gonna do that. Yeah. I, I tend to agree. Yeah. But also, I think, like, granted, they have no private life, but they probably want to do things a little bit more in private, if possible. Yeah, you would think. But who knows? They also are, like, two of the most public figures in the world. It's so true. That's kind of hard to hide from cameras. It's, it's true. Yeah. So that is our... That's the rundown. You got anything else? No, those are good Bowl? conspiracies. These will be good to talk about during the game. You're well-equipped now. So. Yeah. If you guys don't know how to watch the Super Bowl now, I'm sorry. We can't help you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, let's get into Hold My Beer. Yeah. Just quick hitters for Hold My Beer this week. There is a golf tournament this coming weekend called the Waste Management Open. It happens every weekend, the same weekend as the Super Bowl. And this golf tournament is known for being rowdy. Golf in general is like a pretty classy, you know, <laughs> calm sport, very quiet, mm-hmm. a lot of like, you know, yeah. gentle applause. And this Waste Management Open is known for the 16th hole where there is a 17,000 person stadium that encloses the hole and whenever there's a hole in one on this hole which is rare but it does happen at this tournament people launch their beers onto the course the whole day is just the whole four-day tournament is a drinking frenzy and your boy will be there this year let's go (laughs) let's go so this is like this is like a four-day concert this is like Lollapalooza for golf for golf (laughs) it's absolutely electric I think it's like a bucket list item for me that I never thought I'd do. And then it's my friend awesome. Ari Clements decided to have his bachelor party is there. Is he a big golf fan? He is not a golf fan at all, but he That's knows that it would be a good time. That's so so we're all we're all rolling out to Arizona. So what does a day look like? Like, what time are you waking up? We're waking up at 5 a.m. to get to the golf course at like 5.30. I know. Are you bringing like a rack of beer? I think I don't think you can get in with any of it. It is it really funny to expen- wear like a camelback <laughs> yeah. with like a gear yeah. in it? That would be hilarious. Literally, that's concert vibes for sure. <laughs> Definitely. No, but we're getting there. I think we're trying to get there at 5 a.m. And we're there the whole day. Um, I don't know if Ari's going to listen to this. This is supposed to be a surprise. So I hope he doesn't listen by the time we get there. We all bought bright orange polo shirts. Oh, my God. And Because he's a redhead. So we're all just going to be like super easy to spot around the course. That just like so a bunch of dudes funny. in huge bright so orange funny. polos. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. And then when does the day end? Uh, the day ends, I think, when everyone can't function anymore. Okay. So Fair. we'll see when that I happens. hope beer's not too expensive in the I know, in the, golf, grounds. in the grounds. Um, yeah. I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. People spend irrationally on bachelor parties. It's so true. I, I'm not it's true. Honestly, yeah. Just don't think about it too much. Mom, I'll be responsible. I promise. <laughs> the last part of Hold My Beer is there is this new thing called the Enhanced Games that has had a ton of venture capitalist backing. The Enhanced Games are sports where steroids are encouraged. These people basically want to test the limits of human capabilities. So... In most sports, you can't take steroids. You can't take these drugs that yeah. improve your performance. That's what happened to Lance Armstrong. Lance the Armstrong. Biker, the Barry, cyclist. To be, exactly. To be Barry sure. Bonds. Barry Bonds. Famously known for steroids. There are a lot of players who have been banned from their sport or just frowned upon for taking steroids. This league, 
they're like juice up take all the steroids you want this is we want to see what you can do this is crazy also their tagline because we looked at this right before we started the pod is sports can be safer without drug testing which <laughs> sort of seems like something some onion article you would read crazy because sports without testing sure but sports with drugs like yeah not as safe <laughs> i also do wonder like is it like everything's allowed like do come one so. come all drugs i think so these we're gonna are, see some monsters they're gonna be freaks. we're gonna see some hulks yeah <laughs> this so is crazy keep and also peter thiel games. one of the co-founders yes. of paypal he's a big backer. is a huge backer to this it doesn't seem like it's really in his playhouse on what he usually invests in but this is something that we'll definitely keep our eyes on uh yeah we're gonna <laughs> we'll keep you guys updated on this the enhanced games feel a little like icky to watch yeah but also but uh, come on probably gonna watch <laughs> um and are they playing all sports i think so yeah i, 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 gonna... I have to imagine some sports are better than others to be on, on probably peds. peds 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 yeah peds performance enhancing drugs yeah you know like no dart player is gonna be like jacked <laughs> right, right? <laughs> break the dartboard <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so this one's uh the enhanced games keep your keep your eyes peeled for that yeah. one people yeah that's a good one yeah last thing i'll say is the marathon olympic trials just happened oh, the nice. men's Men's team took two players. I think 2.09 was the marathon time, Jesus. running just under a five-minute mile. Oh, my yeah. God. Women's time ended up at 2.22, which is under a five-minute and 30-second mile. These people are freaks. These people I'm are trying freaks. to run a nine-minute mile for my half marathon. Yeah, like, these people are freaks. Oh I actually God. have a, a friend out in San Francisco who's a pretty insane marathon yeah. runner. I think he's running he's running sub-230, so 5.15 miles. Um, hopefully, we'll have him on the pod sometime soon. Whoa, that's awesome insane well you run a lot what's, i run a lot what's your average mile time my average mile time is seven Woo. seven ten Woo. yeah I'm a, I'm a pretty quick guy that's impressive yeah but uh, you. but not for 26 i'll tell you that so. i mean have you run a marathon before yeah i ran the new york last year how long um, did it take you it took me 219 no wait what yeah two, uh, uh 319 oh my <laughs> god i was like so you broke a record <laughs> no 319 still insane 740 740 740 pace for 26 miles yeah That's sick dude wow it was good good for you thanks we'll wow. see if i can do better this year but uh i need you time will tell i need you to train me yeah we'll see marathon. you might be untrainable <laughs> <laughs> no i'm kidding it's harsh <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah. uh anyway that's it that's yeah. it for uh the super bowl pod early peek at the super bowl share this with a friend i know that you guys have friends who are going to be lost for the super bowl send this to them rate this podcast five stars it helps a lot subscribe Follow us on all of our Instagram, TikTok, YouTube handles yep. at rookie mistakes underscore pod. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Let's go.